And I've actually seen blog posts that have gone viral about putting yourself first is actually selfish or thinking about yourself is somehow selfish. And I think it's actually quite the opposite. I think we have to take time for ourselves and our mental health and we have to take care of our physical health. And especially as after we've had kids and after our hormones change and all those things, it becomes even more important. Is your child's challenging behavior leaving you feeling exhausted, defeated, and hopeless? You are not alone. And I want you to know you are not a failure and your child is not broken. Welcome to Calm the Chaos Parenting, the podcast for parents raising strong-willed, highly sensitive, or neurodivergent children. I'm Dana Abraham, parenting expert, and I have helped hundreds of thousands of families just like yours. Each week, I'll share simple science-backed solutions to help you feel more grounded, in tune, and deeply connected to your child, no matter what challenge you face. Start your journey from surviving to thriving as a family at calmthechaospodcast.com. What if I could tell you that you could have all the energy you need to handle anything your kids throw at you. And you could do it in just five minutes a day. Would you believe me? I know you, so I would, because uh, I've, I've lived through this. <laughs> but I think that maybe new friends might have some doubts. Good news. That's what we're going to be talking about on today's episode. We're going to be talking about how to create enough time and energy in just five minutes a day. Would you believe you? Five years ago? No. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, I actually remember, I can picture it almost like it was yesterday, standing in the mirror and looking at myself and not recognizing myself. Suddenly I had these lines on my face. I think people call them wrinkles. And there were definitely some colored hairs that were not brown at the time. They were more grayish and whitish. Yeah. And I noticed that I had big dark circles under my eyes and there was a slight odor coming off of me. And I just realized that I was no longer the person that I imagined I was or the person I was before I became a parent. I had just kind of lost myself and and had lost the ability to even take care of myself. I don't think you're alone here, right? Yeah. Like when you have a challenging kiddo uh, on top of everything else that you have in your life, the first thing that goes is you. 100%. We see this all the time inside of our full program. We see parents who are just exhausted, just like I was. And many of you listening to this right now, you might be listening to this and your eyes might be kind of <laughs> <laughs> fading and you might need to put some toothpicks in there to hold them open. But this is an episode you don't want to miss because I want to share something that I wish I had had five years ago. And once we discovered this and started sharing it with parents, it really made a world of difference because it's not about completely overhauling your day. It's not about creating entire weekends where you go away from your family to rejuvenate. It's about building small daily habits that can re-energize you and can boost your energy so that you have the enough in your, your buckets per se to be able to handle anything that your family throws at you. And even our most successful students uh, when they start to slip, that's how they catch themselves. They say, whoa, 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 I'm not doing the plan. Mm -hmm. And then they re-implement their, their yeah. plan. Boom. Now, in 
one of our earlier episodes, we talked about the Calm the Chaos roadmap. Yeah. And we talked about how there's five distinct stages. Yep. And in the last episode, we talked about surviving the storm, which is the worst of the worst, and you're just writing it out. Yep. And this stage is the next stage, and it is the stage that everyone tries to skip. <laughs> everyone tries to skip. So do not skip this episode. Whatever. If, if you're like, I don't need this. I just want to hear about behavior. I just want to hear about how to help my family. This episode is about behavior. It is about helping your family. Because if you don't have anything in your tank, sure. how are you going to show up compassionately, patient? How are you going to be able to show up the way that you want to show up? Well, you know, it's about your behavior, right? <laughs> and then we we throw a little like all behaviors communication. So what are you communicating about yourself when your natural inclination is to skip anything that has to do with you? Ooh, yeah, so true. And, you know, in an earlier episode, I even said that when I was talking to some of our coaching students, there are so many times that we will do anything and everything for our kids. But the minute we start talking about taking care of ourselves, the minute we start talking about what we're going to share today, we have people put up big, huge roadblocks and they they like will post in the group and they're saying, I can't do this. I'm really having a hard time. I feel so guilty taking even a second for myself. And it's one of my pet peeves because one, I saw what it did to myself. I saw what it did to my mom and how when, you know, she didn't, wasn't able to take care of herself. And, and I truly believe that by not taking care of herself, she's not here today with us. Sure. And, and I know that I want to be here for my kids. And so there came a time where I knew I needed to take care of my, myself if I wasn't going to do it for myself, I had to do it for my kids. So we see this all the time. And in a previous episode, I said this thing about like our batteries and how we are so quick to charge our computer battery, our phone battery. Like we don't let that thing get too low before we are looking for a plug to make sure that it gets fully charged again. And we would never start a day without our phone having some charge to it. But yet we as parents, especially as moms, start our day, day after day, with nothing in our tank, with no battery, with no energy. And then we get mad at ourselves when we can't show up the way that it looks on Pinterest or on TikTok or Instagram, you know, with this perfect parent who's always calm and we beat ourselves up. We're kind of putting ourselves in a really difficult situation, I think. I think several things that you, you know, you just mentioned really like hit home kind of like, you know, just a little bit like twisting the knife and what it made me think of, right? We, we, well, in, in my, my earlier days, like I used to, I used to be in a band and we would perform and we would have release parties when we put out albums. Are you going to sing chicken in a bun? Negative. So, uh, when we would do these events, we would print up a couple of t-shirts or whatever, and, and we'd have all the sizes from women and men. And without fail, they would always come up and say, well, do you have kid sizes? Mm. Like your five-year-old does not care about my band, you know, but they're so willing to buy the t-shirt for their kid, not themselves. Mm -hmm. It's just a little indicator of like where they're at. Yeah. It's it's so prevalent in in society and what we do and what we're told is to put our kids first, put their needs first. And that, you know, and I've actually seen blog posts that have gone viral about putting yourself first is actually selfish. 
or thinking about yourself is somehow selfish. And I think it's actually quite the opposite. I think we have to take time for ourselves and our mental health, and we have to take care of our physical health. And especially as, you know, after we've had kids and after our hormones change and all those things, it becomes even more important to take care of ourselves. What it makes me think of is ultimately we you know, as parents want to serve our kids and, and make mm-hmm. sure that they're happy and healthy and all that good jazz, right? And then I also know that kids' brains are basically like sponges, right? Like they're they're operating at the frequency of record mode in their brain. When you can show them how to take care of yourself, mm-hmm. right? You're basically programming them so that when they become older and when they start to have their children, mm-hmm. they are now going to think, hey, I should also take care of myself. So in a very long run, like long game style, you are serving them. Yes, you are being a role model for them. You are telling them that because you matter, they matter as well. You are showing them that, you know, when they get older, that they are, they are valued enough They should take up space. They are worthy enough of taking up time and energy so that they are fulfilled in their own right. And if that's what you want for your kids, then doing it for yourself is the single most important thing you can do. Yeah. Just have a more balanced equation for everyone. Yeah. So what we're talking about right now is the next stage of the roadmap, which is your energy reserves. And we like to have little roles for each stage. And at this stage, we consider the parent to be a brave parent because it is kind of going against all odds. It is, you are having to go against what your brain is telling you of, I don't have enough time. Uh, If I do this, then I'm going to get behind. There's so many things that have to be done. And so you are having to be really courageous to put yourself on the to-do list. Yeah. And and actually what I love is that, you know, in current, you know, 2023 society, we are shifting a little bit out of that, right? Like five, 10 years ago, it was let's put our children into a thousand sports, right? Like Pinterest perfect parties, right? And I think we are just like, hey, that is causing us to go bananas. And we're shifting a little bit back towards, Mm -hmm. you know, neutral or a little bit more balanced, which is amazing. Uh, I love that we're in that shift. The goal of this stage is to get out of that feeling of constant overwhelm and to actually feel like you have a sustainable path forward that feels possible and doable on a day-to-day basis. And that's built with habits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And as a neurodivergent ADHD adult, I am telling you that my teenage self is going, you're doing a podcast on habits? (laughs) Who the hell are you? Um, But I'll tell you, this plan here that we're going to be walking through today really has helped me be able to be more focused. It's helped with my executive functioning because the truth is, is when your stress goes up, your executive functioning goes down. Now, some people don't know what executive functioning is. I know I didn't for a long time. Do you want to explain it? I would probably define executive functioning as your ability to sort of like process your task throughout the day 
Uh, so for someone like me, I have pretty decent executive functioning, if not high executive functioning. I don't know what the terms are, but you know, I don't have a problem making a plan and then sticking to the plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I clean the house, I clean it systematically, right? I don't like sort of like see a dirty pile, then go to the other room and see a dirty pile. And then I start cleaning and then nothing gets done. Like I am able to sort of knock out those tasks. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas someone who, who has limited executive functioning, right? This girl right here. (laughs) Yeah. You know, or maybe they're stressed or overwhelmed or whatever. They have a harder time staying on task. They have a harder time like following Mm -hmm. those orders uh, or even understanding like the reception of the orders of, hey, let's do one, two, three, four, five. My simple explanation of executive functioning is just your ability to do the things you do. (laughs) That's it. That's that's how how simple I keep it. Now, my good friend and our mutual good friend, Seth Perler, is the go-to for all things executive functioning. And we'll have him on the episode. Plus, he's just like a really cool guy. He is a really cool guy. So we'll put a link to him in the show notes. If I was to describe the parts of executive functioning, it's the the ability to process information it is the ability to remember that you left your coffee in the microwave no (laughs) your ability to remember details manage your time start a task end a task restart a task organize concentrate manage emotions i mean the list goes on and on for the ways that executive functioning shows up in our life and affects our ability to parent the way we want to parent. And so if we know that when we're more stressed, our executive functioning goes down, and that is every human on this planet, and those of us who already struggle naturally with executive functioning and have to create systems so that we can function on a day-to-day basis, then we have to find ways to get less stressed and we have to find ways to get out of overwhelm. And if you're parenting a challenging kid, you might think that that's absolutely impossible. And that's why we created the five minute energy plan, because we actually used to not do this in our program. We would skip over this section and we started noticing that our most successful students were the ones that did these five common habits every single day. And it doesn't mean that you can't miss a day or that you have to do it perfectly, but they would do these same kind of categories of of items. Like seven out of 10 times they're doing it. Yeah. And so we were like, hmm, you know, scientists thought we are and like kind of examiners that we are. We're like, wait a second, there might be something to this. So we put it to the test and we actually put it out to thousands of parents in our community. And we said, hey, we want to See if this makes a difference in your journey from going from survival mode to thriving as a family. And once we introduced this five-minute energy plan, people were making more progress faster and easier than ever before, where it was taking them six months to a year to you know, diminish some of the the outbursts or the tantrums or to stop yelling at their kids. We started seeing that happen within weeks. And it just really sped up the process. And it's because the parents themselves had enough battery in their tank. They had enough fuel to be able to go through their day. People in the community know that I'm I'm, I'm pretty woo-woo 
right? Define but like, woo-woo. <laughs> well, you know, for me, it's like, you know, I, I, I love the idea that we are like energetic beings, right? Like that one really hits home for me. And this is like woo-woo or not, right? Like you walk into a room, like maybe you walk into like a reception or whatever, and there's like five angry patients who haven't seen the doctor in an hour, right? You know that everyone in the room is angry. Like you don't need to talk to them. You don't need to ask them questions. You walk into it and you're like, whoa, what is happening in here? I need to go, right? I'm in the wrong place. It's like Linus with those little lines that come out, exactly. but you would like feel out. You would see the the anger, or the resentment or frustration. So <laughs> what we see is that, you know, when the parents have enough juice in the tank, to come and approach situations in a calm, curious manner, right? They can transform that room just like if you come into the room and you're super angry and you've got the furrowed brow and you're just shooting like heat rays from yeah. your brain, right? Like your kid can feel that. And we talked about that some in the last episode where we talked about the ride the storm plan and moments of safety. So if you haven't checked that out, be sure to go and check out the last episode. We also break all of this down in detail in our new book coming out, Calm the Chaos. So be sure to check that out as well. Dana here. And guess what? My book, Calm the Chaos, has officially launched. So if you enjoy the podcast and find the stuff we're sharing valuable, I'm 100% sure you're going to love the book. You can get your copy at calmthechaosbook.com. And if you use this link, you'll also get some special bonuses. So once again, the link is calmthechaosbook.com. Thanks. I hope you're enjoying the show. Let's dive into yeah. this plan. Yeah. So it is, it follows the same Calm the Chaos framework, the same four parts. So for those of you that are on YouTube, we'll see if you can see this, but it is our five minute energy plan. And it's you connect, understand, and empower. And the you piece is something that I like to consider um, clearing your head. And it's just getting rid of the internal and external chaos. So this is shifting your mindset and prioritizing your day and the clutter around you, both external and internal. And then for connect, we call this Operation Warm Hug. It's really about having connection with real humans with just like other humans in your life that aren't, you know, come up to your knees. <laughs> so who here hasn't talked to an adult in five days? Yes. This is about, this is like your public service <laughs> announcement, right? If you have not talked to a, an adult in the last 24 hours, this is your reminder to send a friend a text. Okay, so that's what this one's all about. And then for understanding, it's all about understanding your own boost and drains, the things that kind of give you energy and the things that drain your energy. And then finally, activating with some very simple habits that activate your body, taking care of your body. That could be movement or non-movement. So we've been kind of getting back on our habits, our daily habits. And today you were like, did you take your vitamins? That's my activate, right? Is drinking my water, taking my vitamins, moving more today than I moved yesterday. It's little things like that. So would you like for us to kind of go through and walk through each of these just a little more with some examples. Yeah. And, you know, as you were talking about the you piece, right, which is really my jam, mm -hmm. right? I'm, I'm, it's an internal game for me, right? Cause if you can come through, right. And transform mm -hmm. the situation from the inside out, right. You're going to make a big difference. Mm -hmm. So what, what it reminded me of is this intro, right? Mm -hmm. Like we've been talking a lot about the you piece, how you show up 
makes a huge difference. Yes, absolutely. And the you piece that we're talking about in this five minute plan is about two parts. It's shifting. So a lot of times we start our day thinking today is awful or I'm just waiting for the school to call again. So this is about that what's going on in here, right? Inside of your noggin and the thoughts that you're having inside your head. And so this can be anything that you do that clears your head. It could be a minute of silence. It could be listening to your favorite song. It could be doing affirmations. It could be journaling. It really is just anything that helps you kind of settle your mind first thing in the day. Yeah. What's your favorite thing to do? Well, for me? Yeah, for you. Like, how do you get your head clear? I think my favorite thing to do is meditation, right? Mm -hmm. And I can remember, the like, obviously, like, meditation is a thing and people know about it. But I remember listening to NPR. I was driving to pick up Flora uh, from preschool. And I was listening to an interview with Jerry Seinfeld. And he, you know, he's known for like this habit building. He's got the red X's on the calendar and don't break the chain and all this stuff. And someone asked him the interview. He was like, hey, what's your your biggest uh, success? Like what, what's motivating you here? Like wh- what drives you here? He was like meditation. And I was like, get out of town, right? Like Jerry Seinfeld wrote an entire show about nothing for 10 seasons or whatever it was, right? How is meditation linked here? Because in my head at that time, it was just like, oh, right? Like whatever the, <laughs> you know, like the, the silly society, like poo-poo this idea of meditation, mm-hmm. right? So this this over-dramatization or just like, let's put mm-hmm. that down. It's not cool. That was my my version of it, yeah. right? So now after having spent probably like the last three, four, maybe five years getting more and more serious about it and like seeing how much it's changed my life, uh, you know, I always joke, like, I don't want to be the guy who says, hey man, if you do meditate, it'll change your life. But seriously, if you start meditating, it will change your life. I had a very different intro to meditation. So I heard that we were supposed to meditate, that it's a thing, that it could help you. And when I would try to quiet my mind, as they say, my mind would just have a party. Yeah. It would just, there'd be all kinds of things going on in there. And when I learned that that was okay. Yeah. And it was, it was, uh, I think I was using Headspace app at the time and they had a great little like intro and it was only like a minute long and it would play. And it was like, just reminding yourself, like, that's okay. You know, just come back. And that was it. And it was like, it was so simple, but at the same time, it was like a huge revelation for me is that getting quiet doesn't necessarily mean that nothing is happening inside of your head. It just, I mean, I thought that's what it was supposed to mean is that literally nothing was happening, but it just means that you're you're not inputting more information into your body and into your ears and your eyes and you're not allowing more input, but instead you're just stopping for a second and you're saying, do I hear my voice? Do I hear my thoughts? Do I hear what's going on? And and just to bring home this, this, this like, calm your 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 brain right like we have sort of like the monkey brain or like the the monkey chatter that just right that happens is a very real thing and if that is happening in your brain 24 7 
right? That is causing a load on your system. Like that is causing stress mm -hmm. to your system. So yeah. learning to kind of quiet that mind, mm -hmm. quiet the chatter, you know, through meditation, right? Yeah. Through breathing, headspace, calm, those are all great apps, right? Like uh, some of the, like, the self-hypnosis stuff, right? Those are amazing ways to calm that down. And when you can... I'm giving him funny looks for those of you that can't see me, but I don't go this far. Like I don't do self-hypnosis. And remember he said, woo-woo. So woo-woo AF. I'm literally telling these people that they just have to stop, close their eyes. Don't even close your eyes. Just stop for 60 seconds. Set a timer and just set for 60 seconds. That's it. And just breathe and yeah. do nothing else but that. And you can do it while your kid's sitting next to you. You can do it while your kids are running in circles around you, in front of you. But it's just about quieting your mind just for a moment. You know, you're here to help sort of like gather the masses and, and do your job, right? I'm here to push them just a little bit further than they want to be pushed, right? Because you will thank me. I guarantee you. Yes. Yes. You are here to push people. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, but you, you said something about the mental load. Yeah. And that brings us to the second part of clearing your head is that we carry around these thoughts, these worries, these concerns, these to-do lists, and they're just taking up so much space rent-free in our brain. And they are taking up so much energy. And so the prioritized piece really is if all you do is just get it out on paper so that you can actually see what's sitting in front of you and see what you have, it is going to feel so much smaller than the massive monster that it feels like inside your brain. Sure. And and it, I don't think it's rent free. I think you're paying the rent. I think 100% you're yeah. paying the rent. But what I'm trying to say is like it's, it's in there and it's having a time of its life. And in the list is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And anytime I am feeling overwhelmed, stressed out, my brain is racing, my mind is racing. I am like, I can't do this. I don't know where I'm going to start. It is always like, oh yeah, Dana, throw it onto a piece of paper. And it is not a to-do list. It is literally just a like, bleh of information. And, and I liken it to like the junk drawer, like cleaning out the junk drawer that you like dump out the junk drawer so that you can clean it. So you can see what you have. So you can see the candy wrappers and you can see the dead batteries and you can see the things that you just don't need anymore. And then you can pick out the dollar bills or the, you know, the extra things that are in there that you're like, oh, that's where this gift card went. Like, oh my gosh, it's shopping day, right? Like you need that. You need it all out in front of you. Otherwise you'll never know what you have that you're dealing with. So you're saying it's okay to go really deep with this junk drawer analogy. Yeah. But it's not okay to tell them how amazing meditation and self-hypnosis is. Maybe. Okay, just check. We'll see. You guys tell us which one <laughs> resonates more, junk drawer or self-hypnosis. I'm just teasing you. I'm going to win. Okay. You always right. do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So step one was clear your head. We spent a lot of time there, but honestly, if this is all you do. That's because I'm here and it is literally my jam. Yeah, it is. And honestly, if this is all you do, you're golden. Yes. You're set. Because the thing with the five-minute energy plan is you can build this one piece at a time and just spend five minutes just doing the head clearing. 
And then the next month, add on the next piece and the next yeah. piece. Or you can do one minute throughout the day, right? So one minute when you first wake up, one minute when you're picking up the kids from school, one minute at four o'clock when we all have that big dip, right? You can spread it out throughout the day. Or you can do it all at five minutes in the morning, five minutes at night, and start expanding the time. So there's lots of ways you can build these habits. Yeah, let's talk about uh, some of the ways to connect. Yeah, so for connection, this one is just what it sounds like. It is connecting. And this is connecting with another adult because it is a human need to feel belonging, to feel loved, to feel seen, to feel heard. And sometimes a simple text is just an excellent way to connect with someone. It's also a great way to start building connection with a spouse. When we were at, in our worst situation, we started those two minute hugs and we would just stand in the kitchen and we would hug it out for two minutes. Makes me think of the song in Encanto. Hug it out, hug it out. Bring it in, bring it in. Is that what she says? She doesn't say hug it out. <laughs> <laughs> bring it in, bring it in. Okay. Bring it in, bring it in. Bring it in, bring it in. So it's just that you're just getting some sort of connection with another human, preferably an adult. And it can be online or offline. So that's it. Yeah. You know, and again, they have amazing apps, right? Like you can do video calls. You can yeah. use like Voxer and like walkie talkie people. I mean, yeah, there's like so all Voxer, kinds of cool. I'll, we'll put some links in the comments. Voxer is one of my favorites. It's like a digital walkie talkie. Signal, you can send voice messages through Signal. And then Marco Polo, I've never used, but a lot of people really like that one. And that one uses video text back and forth. Yeah, it's just, it's really great that we live in this age of like super awesome technology that just like lives in your pocket. Mm -hmm. So it's like never been easier to connect with other peers, right? Because mm -hmm. like at this point, we are spread all across the world. Yeah. So you're not alone. And you can even, if you need a connection point, you can go to my Instagram, Calm the Chaos Parenting, and just send me a silly GIF. I love GIFs, G-I-F, like little moving pictures. They're my jam. So if you need someone to connect with and you don't have someone in your life, you can send me a GIF. It is fully welcomed. Yeah. Okay. The next piece is understand. So this is where I can really, really go to town. We're not going to. We could probably have a whole episode just on this one. But it's about your own energy boost and drains. And the key here is not to add more to your to-do list. And it's not about shaming the things that you do. Well, let's just go real quick. Like, what is a boost? A boost is something that actually excites you and fills you with joy and fills you with energy. And that could be um, like knitting or drawing or journaling. It could also just be sitting on the floor playing with your kids. It's just anything that just kind of makes you go. <sighs> yeah. Where would picking up your socks that you leave around the house fall? That is an absolute drain? drain. Okay. Okay. So what is absolute a drain? Absolute drain. So a drain is something that really... It's exactly what it sounds like. It pulls your energy and it makes you feel worse than when you started. And it could be something that takes more mental energy or capacity than you currently have. And so for me, neurodivergent ADHD adult here, uh, picking up little things around the house, that's a massive drain. Me organizing things for the family, that is a drain. Me planning things and having to do things that deal with the calendar, huge drain. But the thing that most people 
do that are draining on a day-to-day basis, and you'd be surprised how much time you're spending, is checking your email, surrounding yourself with negative people, scrolling, complaining, trying to multitask and handle way too many things at a time. I mean, there's so many things that if you just removed one of those and that's it, it would feel so much lighter. Yeah. And as you were talking about this, you mentioned like negative people, Mm -hmm. but for me, right? Like I'm on the introverted side, right? It's not even the negative people. It's any people, right? Like I love humans. Mm -hmm. They're amazing. I love one-on-one or like two-on-one small groups, but they're still very draining, right? Like we just got back from a retreat with 20 plus our team, like 27 people or whatever it was. And I had to just rest for like three or four days before I felt brand new again. Whereas people energize me. Right. Where you were like, let's go. Let's do all the retreats. Let's go until three in the morning. Yeah. I was ready to go every day. No, thanks. Yeah. So that takes us to empower and empowerment is about taking care of your body because it is so easy to forget to take care of your body. And that can be things like taking care of you, like taking your vitamins or taking medication. It can be gardening or swimming. It can be movement related. And it can also just be breathing even like taking you know, almost that meditation part. What can you do? And and here is really about, all of them are about building momentum and about building habits, but by doing them with really simple actions. And so inside of our program, we actually encourage people to just do something we call one a day, which is just starting with one simple action. And then the next day, adding just a slight bit on that so that maybe today I do the stairs. And then tomorrow I do the stairs twice. Um, Or maybe today I drink one glass of water and tomorrow I drink two. You know, you're just boosting that just a little bit. I mean, don't drink 365 glasses of water, but you get the point. We're just like building that, that momentum over time. So maybe start with like ounces. Maybe start with ounces instead of a cup and then another cup and (laughs) another cup because then you'd be at like, you know, seven cups of water by day five, day seven. I mean, (laughs) my math is not working today. The key that we want you to take away is simple self-care. Self-care that does not remove you from your family. Wait, wait, wait. Where does listening to this podcast fall? This is probably a boost. (laughs) I mean, I would hope it's a boost. It'd be amazing if people were like, this is horrible, but I'm going to keep listening because I love Because it's a train wreck. It's a train wreck. I can't wait to see what's coming next. Oh, gosh. Please tell us. We thrive on feedback. So please (laughs) let us know if it's a train wreck. We are hoping. We did get one piece of feedback that you are not going to love. And it said it should be shorter. Oh, boy. Yeah. This is an internal battle we keep having. I keep trying to get it shorter. But yet when we get on, we both talk nonstop. Imagine that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they end up being around. My goal's 30 minutes. He's like, we could talk for three hours. That's not exactly true. So the plan is four parts. You connect, understand, empower. The first part is about clearing your head by shifting your mind, doing something that helps your brain just kind of settle, and then prioritizing that external chaos. And the easiest way to do that is with a brain dump. What about the next one? Connect. I was thinking about this short podcast stuff. Okay. Connect is just connecting, right? A simple text, a GIF, a like, a little, oh, you're so cute, honey. All right. Understand 
You're just, he's left I'm, me. I'm he keeping, has left the building. No, I'm keeping it short. Okay, understand. To make that person happy. Okay, understand is boost and drains. You're just adding one boost and you're removing one drain. And then finally. Empower. Empower, where we're going to build those habits for activating and taking care of our body. Now, I want to leave them with a tiny action step. If they could only do one thing today after listening to this episode, what is one thing they could do that would give them more time and more energy? For me, right, it's what you said in the episode. Uh, it is just taking that one minute to breathe. Mm, like deep really belly breath, you know, like <laughs> put your hand on your stomach, push it out when you breathe. Yeah. I think for me, my one thing would be remove one drain. One thing that just every day, and you can't remove your kids. That's not allowed, but you can remove. <laughs> you just can't do that. You took it to the extreme there. I know. Well, people say that. They're like, well, can I remove my husband? No, you can't. That's that not what I That is an mean. option. Well, but not in a one minute thing. We're talking about like, don't scroll. Okay. Right. Or turn off the news. Here's the thing that I want you to know is number one, you matter and you are worth five minutes in your day to spend on yourself, on your own thoughts, on your own feelings, on connecting with other adults, on taking care of what boosts you and drains you, and also taking care of your own body. Because the truth is, is that no one matters more to your kids than you do. And so by taking care of yourself, you are showing them that you are worth it and you're showing them that they're worth it. And by doing so, you're also giving yourself enough energy and you're recharging your battery so that no matter what comes your way, an argument with your spouse, a fight with your kids over electronics, a rough night with a sick kid, it doesn't matter. You're going to have some reserves that are going to get you through that really tough situation. And on the next episode, we're going to be talking about how to get through that tough situation, how to diffuse the chaos and what to say and what to do and how to actually handle some of those really difficult moments with your kids. And so you're definitely going to want to check that out. But for today, I encourage each and every one of you to go to calmthechaospodcast.com and check out our new book, Calm the Chaos, where we walk through the entire five-minute energy plan step-by-step step, so it's easy for you to implement and you can get more time and energy back into your life. Yeah, and they can grab the first uh, chapter. They get the first chapter for free and it can be your new boost. Wonderful. All right. Toodaloo. You've got this. Oh, and before I go, one quick note for all of you who are enjoying the podcast. My new book is officially live, and I know you're going to love it. So just a quick reminder, you can go get your copy at calmthechaosbook.com. And if you do, you'll get some cool bonuses as well. Once again, get your copy at calmthechaosbook.com, and I'll see you next week.